Welcome to the Grody Podcast. Today, aaralin natin ang Matthew chapter 3, verse 8. Sa Berean Study Bible, ang sabi nitong verse na ito ay, Produce fruit worthy of repentance. Kung babasahin naman natin sa New Living Translation, ito ang sabi, Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Sa panahon natin ngayon, in the Philippines, Medyo nagiging uso kung napapansin mo ang pagiging religious. Marami sa atin ang relihiyoso, maraming nagsisimba, maraming nagpupunta sa mga churches na maayos ang music, maayos din ang mga ilaw, and merong mga magagaling na preacher dyan. Pero alam mo, sa gitna ng ganitong klaseng kultura of religiosity, it's possible that people only have claims to faith, but they do not really have faith. Dito sa Matthew chapter 3, yun na yun mismo ang ina-address ni John the Baptist. Nakita niya sa verse 7 na ang lumalapit doon sa ginagawa niyang preaching sa Jordan River ay ang mga Pharisees and Sadducees. Ngayon nung panahon ni John the Baptist, nung panahon na si Jesus ay magsisimula pa lang ng ministry, itong mga Pharisees and Sadducees na to ang considered as religious leaders of the time. Pero may disconnect dun sa religiosity nila at sa buhay na ipinapakita nila or sa buhay na ipinapamuhay nila. Kaya naman, actually nagalit si John the Baptist dito. Ina-address ni John the Baptist yung hypocrisy at yung pagiging disconnected ng life and faith nitong Pharisees and Sadducees. Kaya sinabi niya yung mga words sa verse 7 hanggang verse 8 yung inaaral natin ngayon. In fact, medyo mabigat yung sinabi ni John the Baptist sa kanila. Sabi niya, you brood of vipers. Parang tinawag niyang mga ahas o mga snake itong mga Pharisees and Sadducees na to. Bakit kaya? Kasi ganun kabigat yung problem kapag ka ang isang tao ay merong kiniklaim na faith. Pero hindi naman nakikita yung faith na yon sa kung paano siya namumuhay. Gaya ng sabi ko kanina, ito ay isang problema sa society natin today. Kasi even people who willfully sin use faith in their social media accounts, in their chats, in what they share on Facebook, and in what they share in their Instagram stories. Makikita natin sa ibang tao na even though they live a worldly life openly, they still claim that they have faith. And I personally would like to encourage you kapatid na nakikinig na sana tayo, ako at ikaw, hindi ganon yung karakteristik ng life natin. Sana yung claim natin sa faith and yung way na ating pinapamuhay yung buhay natin ay magkakonek. Nang sa ganon wala tayo sa hypocrisy, tayo ay nasa integrity or yung tinatawag na wholeness. Now, let's look at this verse. Sabi ni John the Baptist sa Matthew chapter 3 verse 8 in the New Living Translation, Prove by the way you live. Now, this is something that we really have to ask ourselves, no? Kanino ko ba dapat patunayan yung faith ko? Dapat ba sa ibang tao? Hmm, parang ganun kasi yung ginagawa ng iba. They post on social media, they share, they chat, maybe they send verses. Sometimes nilalagay nila sa bio description nila on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook a verse or maybe a reference of verses describing them. But, do we really have to prove ourselves as Having real faith to other people. Merong ganyang factor na sinasabi sa Bible. But 
I think yung ina-address ni John the Baptist dito sa passage na ito in Matthew chapter 3 verse 8 ay hindi lang itong pagpo-prove sa ibang tao na tayo ay may tunay na pananampalataya. Habang importante na nakikita ng ibang tao yung pananampalataya natin, kailangan din nating i-recognize unang-una na kahit nakikita ng ibang tao, nakikita lalo na ng Diyos yung totoong state ng faith natin. Even though people would see us as someone who is religious or having real faith, ang Diyos ang tunay na nakakaalam kung ano talaga ang estado o kalagayan ng ating pananampalataya sa Kanya. Alam mo, malaki ang impact nun. When you know that God knows genuinely kung ano ang kalagayan ng faith mo, then you can be honest about your faith. Not only to others, but really, more importantly, to God. Minsan, kahit na alam naman natin na alam ng Diyos kung ano ang status ng faith natin, hindi pa rin natin magawang maging honest tungkol sa totoong kalagayan ng ating pananampalataya. Hindi lang sa ibang tao, pero alam mo, mas importante sa sarili mo. Many of us still project an image of being religious and having true faith. We project an image of being good, pero alam naman natin na may mali na nangyayari sa ating buhay or meron tayong nagagawang hindi dapat natin ginagawa o kaya naman meron tayong hindi ginagawa na dapat nating ginagawa. Alam mo, isa sa, isa sa aspect ng proving dito ay hindi lang so much the other people, but it's actually being honest to yourself. You prove to yourself by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and ikaw ay nakaharap na ngayon or nag-turn na ngayon sa Panginoon. Doon sa word na ginamit para sa prove or produce, no? Ang ibig sabihin nun is, literally, I make, I do, I act, I cause. So, this is basically giving us a picture na tayo ang may responsibility para sa ating buhay at para sa ating kabaitan. Marami kasi sa atin, iniisip natin na napakahirap maging mabait or wala tayong sense of responsibility sa pagiging mabait natin. Ang tingin natin sa pagiging mabait ay nakadepende sa kung gano'n tayo kadalas magsimba o gano'n tayo katagal magdasal. Pero alam mo kapatid, ang responsible para sa kalagayan mo, sa kalagayan ng pananampalataya mo or sa goodness mo ay hindi ibang tao, hindi rin yung dasal at alam mo, actually hindi rin si God. It's a personal choice for you to start living the way God wants you to live. Yun ang sinasabi ni John the Baptist dito sa verse na ito. Kailangan mong patunayan sa sarili mo na yung faith na pinagpo-post mo sa social media at yung pag-attend-attend mo ng mga gandang fellowship kasama yung barkada mo ay hindi lang basta claim to faith, but it's actually a show of real faith. Alam mo, delikado kasi para sa atin yung nagkiklaim tayo sa faith pero nagpapatuloy tayo sa mga mali nating ginagawa nagkakaroon ng identity crisis kumbaga o kaya ng faith crisis ang isang tao na patuloy na nagpapakita na siya ay relihiyoso or tunay na mananampalataya pero hindi naman niya pero alam naman niya sa sarili niya na pagdating sa mga panahon na walang nakakakita sa kanya iba-iba ang mga kasalanan ng ginagawa niya 
I want you to recognize that you have a responsibility to do good and be good. Don't blame others for the sin that you do. Don't also blame God for the sins that you do. Ikaw at ikaw lang ang responsible pagdating sa mga bagay na mali na nagagawa mo. And ganun din ako. I'm responsible for the things that I do wrong. And we should be able to take responsibility for the things that we do wrong in our life. It's also our responsibility to decide, okay? To decide that we will live a righteous life. Huwag tayong magturo. Bagkos maging matapang tayo, let's be brave enough to admit that we are responsible. Pangalawa, sabi dun sa verse, you produce fruit. And yung fruit dito ay hindi yung literal na meaning ng salitang fruit. It's actually a figurative meaning of the word fruit. Fruit here refers to true faith or the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Basically, it's a righteous life. No? Yung sinasabi dito. What kind of fruit should we be producing? Sabi, fruit that is worthy of repentance. This means na yung fruit natin, yung ginagawa natin sa buhay natin, yung character na meron tayo, ay dapat comparable dun sa pinoprofess natin na faith, suitable or akma dun sa kiniklaim natin na pinanampalatayaan natin. Kung kunyari ikaw ay naniniwala sa isang Diyos na mahabagin, the fruit that is worthy of your belief in a God who is merciful is, you guessed it right, mercy to those who are around you. Kung naniniwala ka na ang Diyos ay generous at hindi judgmental, ano kayang fruit ang worthy nun? Mm-hmm, tama ka na naman. Hindi ka dapat maging judgmental sa ibang tao at maging mapagbihay ka sa kanila. Yun ang sinasabi ni John the Baptist dito dahil alam niya yung mga pariseyo at mga saduseyo, the Pharisees and the Sadducees in his time, did not live in this way. Sabi niya, fruit worthy of repentance. And you know what? Repentance means a reversal. Napakaganda ng word na to, reversal. I really love this word, reversal. Kasi reversal means that you know there is something better than what you have today. Exactly. Yan ang ano ko eh. Yan ang picture ko of repentance. Pagka nag-decide ka na sa sarili mo, pag kinausap ka na ni Lord at na-realize mong merong hindi maganda na nangyayari sa life mo, meron kang bagay na ginagawa or hindi ginagawa na dapat mong gawin or hindi mo dapat gawin, you know? Basically, may ginagawa kang kasalanan at nangusap ang Panginoon sa'yo, sana through this podcast, no? Kapatid, tigil mo na yan. Or kaya, kapatid, gawin mo naman yon no? Pag na-realize mo na yon you will begin to see that the way you live now is actually worse than what God wants you to have. Repentance, kapatid, is not only a recognition of the wrong. Ang repentance ay pag-recognize din ng katamaan or ng katuwiran. No? When you repent, you realize that what you are doing now is not worth it. What's worth it is where you will turn to. Yun ang sinasabi ni John the Baptist dito. So, produce fruit worthy of repentance. You prove to yourself. You prove it to yourself na ikaw 
yung sinasabi mong faith, if indeed you are claiming that you believe in God, you produce character, you produce values, and you hold on to values in your life that are worthy or equal or deserve, deserving, comparable, or suitable for the claim of faith that you are making. Pagka sinasabi mo na God loves me so much, kamusta naman yung pagmamahal mo sa kapwa mo? And I'm not just talking about people that you like or yung mga people na nakiklik kayo kagad. Ang sinasabi natin, pagka in effect, we say that God is love, that means we're also ready to love people regardless of who they are. If we say that God created us wonderfully, then we also should believe that all people, regardless of background, identity, are beautiful. And that's very challenging for me. It's very challenging for me to see that my life is maybe not yet a proof to my claim of faith. It's also very challenging for me to begin to see na makita ko yung tunay na status ng buhay ko ngayon ay worse pa dun sa talagang plano ng Diyos para sa akin. Kailangan ko pala ng reversal. Kailangan kong bumaliktad yung tingin ko sa life ko. Na minsan, inisip ko, okay na ako. Pero, yun pala, God has prepared something for me. Ayokong maging kagaya ng mga Pharisee. Huwag tayong maging kagaya nila na sa pagiging religious nila, they've already settled. Ah, okay na ako, naabot ko na. Pharisee. Pharisee na ako eh, di ba? Yun yung ranggo nila eh, nung time ni Jesus and ni John. Sadducee na ako, I teach this, therefore okay na ako. Pastor na ako, bishop na ako, leader na ako ng church. Naka-attend na ako sa service ni ganitong preacher. Ah, naka-attend na ako ng ganito karaming training dito sa church namin. Naka-attend na ako ng Global Leadership Center, ng Discipleship Center. Naka-attend na ako ng Victory Weekend. Naka-attend na ako ng School of Leaders. Tapos okay na tayo. Sana wag. Habang itong mga bagay na binanggit ko ay napakagandang mga programs na ginagawa ng mga churches today, yung pag-attend natin sa mga ganitong programa ay hindi sukatan ng kung gaano ba katotoo yung faith natin. What I'm saying is, we can be attending programs and trainings and retreats all over the country and still not have proven to ourselves and to people and to God that we have true faith in Him. Yung call ni John the Baptist dito sa mga Pharisee and Sadducee can actually be a call to us that we must prove our faith by the way we live, by the fruits that we have, fruits that should be worthy of repentance. So let's begin to think about this. Maybe for your day or for your week, you think about this. How is my life? proving to others to myself and to God that I have indeed I have indeed repented of my sins are there sins that I still do not only sins that people see but sins that God only sees do I now begin to realize that I need a reversal from this nakikita ko ba yung ganda ng plano ni Lord para sa akin at yung kapangitan or kasiraan ng pinagpapatuloy kong habit or sinful thing, I pray that this devotional speaks to you the way it speaks to me. Huwag tayong masatisfy sa claim to faith. Huwag tayong masatisfy na nagpo-post lang tayo. 
wag nating bigyan yung sarili natin ng pakonsuelo na dahil mataas na yung streak natin sa version tama na yung faith natin. Bigyan natin ng honesty yung sarili natin. Honest tayo, dapat sa sarili natin kung kamusta ba tayo in relation to the things that we do. Or more specifically, with the sins that we keep. If the Lord is speaking to you, I suggest that you take time to pause, pray, and talk with God. Is there something that you need to ask the Lord for forgiveness from? Meron ka bang kailangang i-commit sa Kanya na matagal na niyang hinihingi sa'yo? Meron bang habit na kailangang mabago? You pray to the Lord and spend time with Him. Take responsibility and prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turn to God. God bless you.